their word from the Lord. Our scripture reading this morning uh, comes to us out of the uh, book of 1 Samuel, 2nd chapter, verses 17 through 21. 1 Samuel, 2nd chapter, verses 17 through 21. Our scripture reads, Wherefore the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for the men had hoard the offering of the Lord. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother made him a little coat, and brought it to him from the year to year. And when she came up with her husband to offer yearly sacrifice, and Eli blessed Echonah and his wife, and said, The Lord give thee seed of this woman for the loan which is lent to the Lord. And they went into their own home, and the Lord visited Hannah, so that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters, and the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Our scripture again, 1 Samuel 2nd chapter, verses 17 through 21. You know, the principle of seed time and harvest is being trumped all over the Christian airways and uh, is the centerpiece of this prosperity ministry that many are preaching. But don't get me wrong, I believe in these principles, but uh, not to the extent that it does not always uh, allow us to be uh, expect a harvest out of everything that we do, especially uh, in, in a way that is talking in our uh, Christian TV today. Uh, just sowing does not always allow you to reap a harvest uh, that you expect. Uh, I, I recall working on the farm and many years that we had planted hundreds of pounds of seed potatoes and, and, and wouldn't even have a harvest but a, a, a small crop. But in other years we had planted a, a smaller crop and then we'll have an overflow of potatoes. So sometimes you, you plant a lot, you get a little bit, and sometimes you plant a little bit, you get a lot. It depends on how God blesses the harvest. You know, Solomon uh, best defines my point of view. He says, for everything there is a season and, and every purpose under the sun, the time to born, the time to die, time to plant, or the time to pluck up that which is planted. You know, the key word to select the scripture is season. God uh, blesses us with certain seasons in our life and, and he set aside an appointed time for us to do prosper. And, and a lot of times, if it's not in alignment with God, his timing in our lives, even though we've planted, God's season for harvest may not be uh, during the time that we expect it. God has appointed a time in every purpose for us to be able to sow in and a season is right but uh, that, that we will get a manifold blessings if we uh, put our trust in him. It doesn't uh, come because the preacher tells you he'll send you money and if you send the money then you'll start multiplying You know uh, the way that some of our TV evangelists are telling us today. Your, your purpose must be what? In line with God's purpose uh, the, the investment uh, that you have made and the purpose where you have sown it. You know you can leave God God's will and purpose out of the formula, but it, it won't give you an intended harvest. You know, a large part of the formula is the love and the compassion or passion that we have when we sow. You know, God's love calls 
causes you to sow in the right season, in the right watering, in the right nurturing, in the right cultivation. And the trust that you have sown in order for the harvest to meet its maximum potential. You know, what we sow into our children uh, and our families and our churches and our communities requires the same love in order for us to reap the great reward that God has promised that we will receive. So today on this Mother's Day, I want to talk to you on the subject, why a mother's love is so rewarding. Why a mother's love is so rewarding. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time that you have set aside to honor mothers. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for uh, all, Heavenly Father, that have uh, tuned in to us this morning on our Facebook Live and on our conference line. We pray, Lord, that you would just continue to bless us. Bless the word that is read this morning, oh, Heavenly Father, that, that, that we might be able to speak those things you have laid upon our heart, that we might be able to speak the truths of God's word in his time that we might be able to uplift his holy and his righteous name. We thank you, O Lord. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You know, on this Mother's Day, we are celebrating one of the greatest miracles that God has allowed uh, mankind to be a part of, the miracle of birth. You know, without the miracle of birth, we would not have mothers uh, to even honor on this day. So first of all, I would like to thank God for giving us the great miracle that he has created us to do through us. And uh, as I said, before every seed does not uh, necessarily mean that there be a harvest. So many couples have consummated their marriage and uh, they had some physical, some type psychological or even some seasonal issues that prevented them from having children. And uh, this uh, the, the, the man uh, did what he did and the woman did what she had to do and the seed was sown but somehow it was not germinated and the woman did what she had to do by providing the egg and, and but nothing happened and, and and, and so what's the problem? Sometimes they they, they, they do as women uh, uh, did with the issue of blood. That They go to the doctors, they look up fertility clinics, they spend all they had, and they try all forms of intro, uh, in virtual fertilization, and they try rhythm and rhyme methods, and all they do without any success for conceiving in the children. And then after they have done all they've given up, God steps in. And, 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 and without any medical assistance, he blesses them with a child. And the time and the season came in alignment with God's will after they quit trusting in all of the doctors and all of the methods. God finally stepped in because they trusted God that he would give them a child. So God requires our love and trust and for him to reward us with our request before he moves in and do what he does. So God wants us to put our trust in him, not in ourselves, not in science, not in anything. But the reward comes when we put our trust in God. In our text today we find such a woman that I define above that they had given uh, up on children had all of these years of being barren and she was married and so you you know the story so our Bible says that now there was a certain man in uh, Rapazania Zorphim of the Mount of Ephraim and, and, and the name was Echonah and the son of Jerohim and the son of Elihu and the son of Tohu and the son of Zorph and the, he was an Ephraimite and, and they had two wives and the name of one was Hannah and, and the name of the other was Penani and, and Penani 
and I had children, and, and Hannah had no children. You know, being barren of a, 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 a barren wife of a husband of one wife is one thing, but barren of a husband having a, a fruitful wife by the in, of the other wife, and 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 and, and can be devastating on on a woman. And, and, and let me use my imagination. Can you hear this woman bragging and talking about I got children and you don't have any children, and 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 she'd go home every day and see the fruits of, of, of her loins and, and see how the family was growing and all of a sudden there you're barren and every time she comes into the house she reminds you that you can't have any children, you don't have any children oh you know the story you know about Abraham and Sarah Sarah told uh, Abraham that she to, to be able to conceive a child that, that to go to a servant Hagar and have a child but just as soon as uh, the child was born that Hagar started taunting uh, Sarah that she had a child and she was barren. The scripture says that Sarah said unto Abram my wrong be unto thee I have given my maid into thy bosom and, and when she saw that she had conceived I was despised in her eyes and the Lord judged between me and thee. The unbelief and impatience had created a, a greater problem in Abraham's household, household and, and, and she had he had a son uh, that God had promised him, but it was not that son that God had promised Abraham uh, that his seed would number the sands of the sea and the stars of the sky. Abraham and Sarah had become impatient with God and decided to do things their way. We too can become impatient with God when God promises us uh, the, the things in life and we become impatient with him because things are not working out the way that we expect them to work out. We got to depend on the time and the season that God want to bless us for things to really work the way they should work. So Hannah in our lesson today is under this day-to-day -day bragging of Penny and I uh, had to become so disturbing having her to look for ways out of this barren situation. Hannah did not get uh, uh, that her maid to bear her husband's children because other women had already performed this task. And she needed a solution in her dilemma and only God can fix it. When things get to a point in your life that you don't know where to turn, I would suggest you to turn to God. We have barren situations in our lives, whether it's children or not. It's about that job we didn't have and about that relationship we didn't have. If you're dealing with barren situations in your life, the only one that you can turn to is turn to God. God can fix your situation. So in our first point in our lesson today, uh, when you've done all you know how to do and nothing has worked out, pray. When you've done all that you can, you need to pray. So Hannah finally broke down into tears in a childless ordeal and she prayed unto the Lord and she had made a vow. Our text says that and she was bitterness of soul and she prayed unto the Lord and she wept sore and she vowed a vow and said to the Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look upon my affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid but will give unto thee handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life and there shall not raise or come upon his head. See there have a come a time in your life like life mothers that like like I told you uh, a while back that all that is left to do is fall down on your knees when when your children your husband and your family and your job and your church seems to be falling down all around you closing in all around you fall down 
knees and, and, and pray asking God to come see about me. I know it sounds separation the way the world is going today. Things are happening to everybody. But you need to pray and ask God to come see about me. You know the prayer of Jabez. Prayer of Jabez says to come and pray for me. Bless my house. Yeah. You know, I don't know about you, but I found myself at a breaking point and sometimes everything was falling down and breaking down all around me. Sometimes even uh, meaning it, it started to making vows and, and you started praying and telling God how serious this thing was in your life. And there was Hannah found herself. She found herself at a point of no return and willing to give her son to God only if God would bless her. Yes. Our text records said, and there rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came in the house of Ramah. And Echanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass that when the time was come about that Hannah had conceived that she bore a son and called his name Samuel saying because I had asked him of the Lord. Yes. See it's, it's not that Hannah had never prayed but you know what I'm talking about this morning. She had prayed with love and conviction and power knowing that her quest are now being heard. Yes. She had to be real. See sometimes you get all pretty in your prayer and, and you're trying to say all the right things and get yes. the words right. Get all of the cliches and the innuendos right and oh it sounds beautiful in your prayer but your prayer got to be real. Yes. You got to pray to God be real in your prayer. See our fault is sometimes when we pray we pray amiss. The hymnologist said is your all on the altar huh? Yes. huh? We got to lay it all on the altar. Put it all on God. God I can do. I, I can't do what I tried to do. I've done all I can do but I, I need you to come in to lay it all on God. We need to lay it all in the presence of God. Bear your soul before him and to present you as an empty pitcher before a full fountain. You know, James tells us that the eventual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. This Greek word fervent means energy. You need to put some energy into your prayer. You got to have your prayer being operative. You need to put some power forth in it. We must pray with energy working at the task that God has put before us. Prayer must be operative in our lives to activate our faith so that we can get those things that God has promised us in our lives. When you are lax in your prayer life, God is lax in his responding. Do I need to say that again this morning? When you are lax in your prayer life, God can be lax in responding. But we need to be what? Fervent in our prayer life. God is gracious to reward us. God accepted Hannah's plea and blessed her with a, a child son. Yes, Lord. A loving mother's fervent prayer for her children will have great reward if we would just call upon the Lord. When you've done all you can, a mother can do. Sometimes mothers want to do it all. Yes. We believe that we can handle it. Mm -hmm. But you need to call upon the Lord every now and then, huh? Jesus. Some things are too big for you. I, I, I know you, the mother. I know that you birthed that child. You brought him into the world. But you got to realize there are some things, mothers, that you can't do all alone. Amen. You got to call upon the name of the Lord. Jesus. And our second point for this morning is that when God blesses us, it's time to praise him. 
Mm-hmm. Our text says, and Nacanop and Hannah prayed and, and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. And there is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Mm-hmm. Hannah prayed, praising the only God that she knew that could uh, do her problem any good. And God had blessed her with a son and she wanted so much and she held true to her vow. Hannah was so thankful that the Lord that gladly she gave her Lord to Eli, raised him in the service of the Lord. And what I like about Echonah and, and Hannah is that they were worshiping and praising God before and after the child is born. See, if you want to get some results in your prayer life, you need to pray God right throughout your problems. You Don't, don't praise him just because he got you out of your problem. You need to praise him while you're in your problem. Don't just praise him when things are going good in your life. You need to praise him when things are going bad. Praise God all the time. David said that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall be continually be in my mouth. See, we should have an all time praise because God has blessed us with a Savior who died for us. And now uh, he sits on the right hand of God taking our petitions each and every day. We should do like Hannah did by rejoicing for our salvation because that that that, that we can uh, do, uh, God can do what we cannot do. And, and God is worthy of our praise and, and we should be ready to give him praise because he has blessed us so much. We have so much to be thankful for. And when we woke up this morning, yeah. you should be praising God. When you went to work yesterday, you should have been praising God. Yeah. When you yeah. laid down last night, you should have been praising God. And when you lay down tonight, you should be praising God. Oh, the songwriter said, it's good to know. He's our Alpha and Omega. He's our beginning and our end. And it is good to know that we can praise the Lord. Our heart should rejoice just like Hannah. Knowing that our children are saved in the Lord. And oh, what a reward for a mother to know that her children are saved. You brought them up into church and you've given them all the understanding about what the Lord can do for their lives. Though when they find them in the service of the Lord, it's time to rejoice and praise God for what he has done. Thank you. Then our third point. If a given mother will love her children and teach them not to follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. Our text says that wherefore sin of the young men were very great before the Lord. For men had hoard the offering of the Lord. But Samuel ministered before the Lord being a child girded with a linen ephod. Moreover his mother made him a little coat mm-hmm. and brought it him from year to year. And when she came up with her husband to offer yearly sacrifices. Mm-hmm. See, the sons of Eli were a spoiled bunch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes preachers' children can be a mess, can't Come on now, preacher. Uh, they defiled the sanctuary and the sacrifices and with their actions because of the lack of parental guidance by Eli himself. See, sometimes our fathers, we've messed the mark and we've, we've messed up and mothers done the best they could, but sometimes absent fathers and even when the father was in the house, they, they weren't the proper role model they should have been. Come so he, Eli was that type of man. He was a preacher, but he wasn't the type of man that led his children, you know, I don't know why sometimes the worst kids are preachers kids I don't know why they seem to preach so much to the masses until sometimes we feel fail to preach in our own household uh, that, that, that 
state of affairs in the church was treading on dangerous territory and is not for the anointing of Samuel had over them, he too would have fell into the same uh, abominable activity. See, sometimes that instead of Samuel following the crowd, he served the Lord with honor, girded in his priestly armors. And these garments represented God's watchful eye over Hannah, and, and Hannah also over Samuel, and Hannah also knitted him a, a little coat every year and brought it up to remind him about the mother's love. See, every now and then, I don't know whether you give your child to the Lord or not, but you need to go see about that child every now and then. Her, her mother's love kept Samuel yeah. guarded uh, yeah. those outside forces that tried to ch distract him from his service. Yeah. Although Hannah gave her son over to Eli for the service of the Lord, she checked on him every now and then uh, and treated him with a special gift every now and then. Yeah. The commercial says that that best anti-drug is a caring parent for his children. The Bible says the love should cover a multitude of sins. Yeah. The word covers you and will hide you in a time of trouble when things are acting up all around you. A mother's love sometimes is the only thing that a, a, a child got to hold on to. And many times the love of a mother watching over her children will hide many bad things of an yeah. unattended yeah. child can yeah. get into. Yeah. And many things can happen to our children if yeah. we fail to watch over them and yeah. pray over them and worship and ask God to keep an eye on them. Recognize Hannah continued to offer sacrifices unto the Lord because they had already given their child to the Lord but they were still going to God praying and yeah. thanking God for watching over him. Yeah. This loving mother continued to give praises to God to watch over her children. Thank you. A mother's love is it's so rewarding. Mm -hmm. I remember Pastor Price on those Saturday nights we was wondering how did we get in? We 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 out all night long and you're wondering how did you get in? Mm -hmm. So he and I talked about it and he said I believe it was the prayers of our mothers. It was like a cloud of grace that took us out and then brought us back home safely. Thank you, Lord. So you need to be praying about your child when he's away from home. Mm -hmm. You don't know what circumstances they're dealing with. You don't know the influences of others that are around them. Mm -hmm. But a praying mother will be able to continue to ask God to put a hedge of protection around her children yeah. so that they will be able to not follow the crowd. Mm -hmm. Then our last point is that a given mother's love will be rewarded. Mm -hmm. Our text says, And Eli blessed Echanah and his wife, and he said, The Lord give the seed of this woman for a loan which is lent unto the Lord. And they went unto her own home, and the Lord visited Hannah, and that she conceived and bare three sons and two daughters, and the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Amen. See, God's love for us, he rewards us above all that we have invested. You know, the principle of sowing, seed time, and harvest uh, in Christ always gives us an increase. And when we apply for a loan or, or we loan something uh, in certain terms, we expect to get something back, ain't it right? So Hannah loaned her son to God, and God was about to pay her back with a high return on her investment. He, she loaned God her seed of a womb, and God rewarded her with more seed to have more children. And you don't expect to sow potatoes and, and rice or and get rice, do you? You don't expect to plant one potato and expect one in return. You expect an increase in your return. God will multiply your offer. 
said that now then you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above anything you can think according to the power of God that worketh in you. See, when you sow in Christ, there is nothing wrong with expecting an abundant harvest. I'm not telling you that you should give to receive something, but when I am telling you that God promised you that this reward and you should expect it if you give it out of love. God will bless everything that he's given out of love from you and will multiply it in his fullness. God is our father and nothing is wrong with expecting an inheritance from your father. Do I need to say that again? God is our father and there's nothing wrong with expecting an inheritance from our father. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, God has adopted you into his family and he'll take care of all of his children. God's blessings go further beyond anything that you could think or imagine. Hannah, a given mother, blessed with three more sons and two more daughters because she was faithful with the son that she was promised unto God. See, faithfulness is the rewards if we would only try to do the things that God has told us to do. God is always faithful to his promises, but he makes us and will reward us according to our faithfulness. Amen. See, we need more mothers like Hannah in this world that we live in today. We need mothers who will commit to God their lives and their marriages and their children and their homes and, and to God and, 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 and even their very lives. And he will bless them beyond the imagination. Amen. Her mother's love is so rewarding, not only to her, but to her children, mm-hmm. even to her husband. You know, because of that, her household was blessed. You, you know Lydia. Lydia committed her life to God and didn't say nothing about her husband. But it did say that her whole household was blessed. Mm-hmm. When you commit your life to God, he promises that he will bless you beyond measure. The love of God. So as we close today, Hannah was a great given mother. But I want to tell you about another mother that was greater, more giving than any other mother in the world. I'm talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mother had to give to the world the greatest gifts that would be the sacrifice for us all. God allowed her son to come into the world, born of a virgin, to die for our sins. The mother had to accept the fact that her son would be a special son, a son who would be called the blessed Messiah, to be able to bring the promise of salvation to a world and bring the kingdom of God here on earth, to bring love, peace, and joy to a world filled with hatred and sorrow. When Mary came to Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, uh, Mary, she told Mary that blessed are thou among women mm-hmm. and blessed are the fruit of your womb. Mm-hmm. Mary responded, my soul does magnify yeah. the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in the God of my salvation. Mm-hmm. For he is regarded of low estate of his handmaid and if you behold and henceforth all generations shall be called her blessed. See, Jesus, the Son of God, was also the son of a given, loving mother, mm-hmm. whose reward is that she would be highly favored above all other women since the world began and until its end. 
for the giving love that she had, we receive the award of salvation through our darling son, Jesus Christ. We've become the benefactors and the fruits of her sacrifice in giving us her son. And if we had mothers like that today, and like Hannah and Mary, who were not selfish, to give their children over to the Lord Amen. for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Amen. God has not asked us to give up your son or, or, or for, for him to give of his life. But God is asking us to give our children's life. Amen. Life everlasting made possible through our son in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Being given mother and teaching your children about Jesus who died for our sins will be a mother to be remembered. Mm -hmm. Mothers, read to your children. Uh, read the Bible to your children even while it's in your womb. Read the Bible to your children instead of nursery rhymes. Keeping your children in Sunday school and keep them in church while they're babies and, and starting by giving uh, to others and teaching them songs and out of the hymn book and keep them involved in church school and Sunday school and so they'll begin to grow up and pray and learn about how good the Lord is. I, I know my mother prayed for me. I, I, if not for my loving and caring prayers of my mother, I, I don't know where I'd be today. I remember old Dorothy Moore Norwood. He said, my mother what? prayed for me. She had me on my mind. She took the time to pray for me. I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad my mother prayed for me. I don't know about you today, but I know my mother's prayer kept me. If not for my mother, I don't know where I'd be today. My mother's love for me, her prayers for me, to get me to know Jesus one day for myself. Uh, her prayers that I would choose to Jesus to make heaven my home. Those prayers came out of her mouth. Heaven, will, too, will be our children's reward if, too, we would introduce them to Jesus. Um, my mother sowed the seeds of love within our hearts. and So we, too, can now sow those seeds into our children's heart. And one day we'll be able to have the reward where our children and our children's children will have everlasting life. So if you want to give children something that have eternal rewards, give them the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let them know about a Savior who died for them. Let them know that we too uh, can come to him crying out for whatever we have in need of that he will answer our prayers. Mm -hmm. uh, mother's love is so rewarding. So I want to encourage the mothers today. Talk to your children. Let them know about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Pray and ask God to put a hedge of protection around them. Mm -hmm. Especially during these trying times with this coronavirus and you know, do what you need to do so that you can be able to get the reward of a long life. He says that if we honor our mother and father, long will be the days upon the earth that the Lord thy God giveth thee. So it's a promise of long life. Our Sunday school lesson talk about those promise of long life in our elderly days that we would continue to give our life to him. So we pray for you. We wish all your mothers again a happy Mother's Day. Hopefully we've given you some encouraging words to be able to help us through these trying times. As I said earlier, that we'll be able to sow something good into our children. That we'll be able to see the reap harvest before we go on to glory. A lot of times I know my father never saw me preach, never heard me preach. 
but sometimes I wish I had made some changes in my life earlier. But the only thing I know is God has a season. And that season was now where I'll be able to preach and to teach others about the love and Savior of Jesus Christ. Let us bow. Father God, we thank you for this day. Hopefully we've said some encouraging words to be able to tell the mothers about how to go to God in prayer. Crowd unto God to put that hedge of protection over your children. Crowd to God that you will be able to be a blessing to those who come after you. That your children will see the goodness of the Lord in them. Also, you will be able to see in their lives. Lord, we thank you today. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let the household of faith say amen. If you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, we offer him to you today. He says that if you would just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, he said, thou shall be saved. So we ask that is anyone saved in our audience today, only thing you got to do is bow your heads and say, Lord, I receive you into my heart. You now satisfy the need for confessing it with your mouth and believing in your heart that he is Lord and Savior of your life. So we thank you again today. God bless you. May have another smile upon you. My wife said she's going to have a little song here at the end of our service. And so we ask that you would continue to bless all of your mothers and all of the Piney Hill family. We, we bless you. We miss you. We, we'll be glad when God brings us back together again in our gathering. But we do want to be patient. Make sure that everything is safe. We don't want anyone to be sick. Uh, causing any illness among us. Alright, God bless you. Here's my song for my wife. Happy Mother's Day, everyone, especially to my mom and my daughter this morning. Uh, she's going through some things uh, medically and asked for prayers for her and my sis uh, sisters and my daughter in love. Happy Mother's Day, uh, ladies of Piney Hill. God bless you. I don't know about you, but I know where my help come from. My help come from the Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the hill which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and I will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord that keepeth thee, he will not slumber nor sleep.